Check your productions in conjunction with Inspire Fitness Academy presents Fitness Strip Bear, a show that as in the title suggests will try to strip bare the myths, rumours and gimmicks of the phenomenon that in itself has become a worldwide industry. Welcome to episode 6 of Fitness Strip Bear. Today's subject is power. I'm producer Mitch, I'm filling in for Alice, who has other commitments unfortunately today with his radio station, Tambourine Mountain FM, TMFM, look them up if you get a chance. Let's get started, John, how are you? Fantastic today, producer, director Mitch. The first question, what is power when it comes to fitness? Uh, what does it mean? And probably try and explain it to me in layman's terms, so, yeah. we, so everyone can, can understand it. Of course. Easy. Okay, best way for me to describe power would be to use analogies like I've done previously. So, for example, a car. When you put your foot on the accelerator, it depends how hard or low you push the accelerator to get the power to make the car move forward. So that's power. Ignition is what you need to start the car and fuel is what you need to make the car move forward. So all those three things, if we think about our body, if you think about, uh, let's say for example, uh, throwing a punch. Now, you may have the fuel in your body to be able to do that. You may have the strength to create the power, but you have to create the power through speed, just like with the car. Yeah. So with a body, human body, you create power by rotating through an axis. Yeah. If you imagine a pole going down the middle of your head, going straight through your body, and you turn, I'm doing it now, to my right, for example, if I want to throw a right-handed punch, then the power is created through the rotation. Very similar in, for example, golf and tennis. Yep. If you just try to hit the ball in golf from just a standing position with no rotation, it's not going to go very far. No, you're just going to nudge it off the table. Yeah, exactly right, yeah. And it's exactly the same in, in, in most sports. Same with tennis. You know, if you stand square on, you're not going to be able to get any power. So power comes in sport from being sideways on and rotating through that axis with speed and also aiming at a target. You have to have aim to hit the target because otherwise the power is going nowhere. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I suppose by not using that rotation, not using, well, not using that power, not using that backswing sort yeah. of, I suppose you could almost call that a reverse Happy Gilmore because he does that exact thing. There you go. He, he yeah. exaggerates it to that yes. point where he's winding up, winding yeah. up, and then exactly right. hitting the golf ball. Yeah, that's okay, right. Okay, yeah. excellent. Um, and how, how is power used in, say, weightlifting? Yeah, a brilliant question. So, again, I'm trying not to get too complicated here, but with the human body, you've got what's called fast twitch and slow twitch muscle fibres. Yeah. Now, we're all born with some of both of those. It's genetic. Some people are born with more fast twitch fibres. Yeah. And that is what creates the speed and the power, let's say, for example, like Usain Bolt. Yeah. Or a weightlifter. Let's say the clean and jerk. So that one is where you lift the, the weight to your neck with a split step, and then you push it straight up with arms extended uh, with a very fast leg movement back to a standing position. That comes from fast twitch muscle fibres. They're born with them, but also there's a lot of technique, strength, 
and speed. It's almost the same as what I was talking about before, but if you visualize the clean and jerk, that's it's all technique, strength, speed, natural fast twitch muscle fibers. Yeah, you've got to have them, otherwise, you've got to have the fast twitch fibers, otherwise, you're not going to be able to compete at that level. You'll be able to compete at a level, yeah, but at the top level, you've got to have those fast twitch fibers. Yeah, so is is that is that something that's more genetic than anything? Yeah. Something we're born with? So it's yeah. not something you can learn? You, can... Not really. You can learn some technique. It's like trying to run fast. It's the same thing. So if you think about people at school, for example, some people were just naturally fast. Yeah. It doesn't mean they're fit. Yeah. It just means they're really, really fast, and that is a genetic thing. People who can run 50 metres, 100 metres real quick will probably be able to do other things really quick too. For example, they'll probably be able to serve fast at tennis because the fast twitch fibers go throughout the whole body. Uh, they'll probably be able to be a fast bowler in cricket. They'll probably be able to hit a baseball a long way or throw a cricket ball a long way because that it's all genetically natural for them. How does that um, come across in, for example, running? Like, what what is... Like how is that applied to running your, your power? What, what yeah. part of running is it? Is it purely for sprinting? Or Generally speaking, yes, it is. Uh, I'll come to the second part of that in a second because it is really, well, I find it fascinating how it, how it works in, in longer distance as well. But for sprints, it's in what's called an anaerobic energy system. I don't want to get too complicated here, but there's three energy systems. There's anaerobic, there's lactate, which is, for example, 400 meter run. Yep. And then there's aerobic, yep. which is anything longer than three minutes. So where you're using oxygen. When when you're in the anaerobic system, you're not using oxygen. You're just it's sheer power. So for example, a shot put, 100 yep. meter sprint. So sprinting is all anaerobic, and that is natural fast twitch muscle fibers, which you can train technique to get quicker. Yep. And you can probably train a little bit of foot speed to get quicker and you can train to keep your body really still when you're on the blocks because at really high, highest level, if you rock sideways at all, you're going to lose hundreds of seconds in your, in your eventual time. Yeah. That's why they work really hard at coming out of the blocks, not just fast, but straight, because if they move sideways at all in the first four strides, then they're losing hundreds of seconds, and that's what the best in the world all try to work on to not do that yeah because that's yeah that's obviously going to come down to yeah how, you, how quick you're getting out of the blocks exactly stuff. right um what we're going to do we're going to mix it up a little bit yep. today we're going to pull our one and only segment rapid fire up yes in, uh, up into the middle just <laughs> just to um get it out of the way and yep. so then that gives us a little bit more time to discuss any any yep. parts of it if we do so what i'm going to do today is we're going to specialize it around certain sports so like we were just looking at then obviously with weightlifting clean yep. and jerk yeah running um, so we're going we're going to just put it into certain sports, but yep. obviously shorten it down. So you're going to have ten seconds as, as okay, normal. Cool. You're going to have to get out as much as you can. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's get underway. Got the timer on. Ready to go. Awesome. Your favorite your favorite timer. Number one, cycling. Yep, cycling depends on the distance, um, but power. Again, the, those guys got massive legs, and they need it for sprint cycling in particular, uh, and also for long distance, the Tour de France cycling as well. Number two, high jump. Yeah, good one. High jump, look, I mean, to, to train for power for a high jump, it all comes down to that, the last stride, where they're trying to go over a bar backwards. So they need as much power in their legs as possible, so they'll be training for that particular jump with that power. Cricket. 
Yeah, well, power in cricket, for example, will come generally for most fast bowlers. Uh, and batsmen too. They need the timing and the power to hit that ball just at that last millisecond uh, so they've got enough power to get the ball to where they want to get it to. Long jumpers. Long jumpers, sort of similar to high jump, uh, but their power is in the sprint as well. So long jumpers are all really good sprinters, so they've got the fast switch muscle fibres. They have to hit the board, the, the uh, whiteboard absolutely spot on as well, so there's a lot of timing in there. And the power in the eventual leap comes from, okay, all right. Last but not least, boxing. Oh, boxing power, one of my favourites. Look, I mean, the power generally comes from that rotation, which I mentioned earlier, but it also comes from their toes. A lot of people think boxing is about arms. It's not. It's a, The power comes from your feet and how to transfer the weight and everything into that punch. Okay, excellent. So we've got our favourite segment out of the way now. So yep. are there any of them that you want to go over a little bit more in detail that you think you didn't have enough in time in that 10 yeah, seconds? Yeah, let's take a couple of them, actually. Uh, maybe high jump. Yep. So when a high jumper approaches the bar, they're not going particularly fast. They're trying to gauge the last step exactly right in order to be in a position to leap over that bar backwards. And they're, they're very springy muscles in there. They're very long people, of course, they're very tall, yep. really long legs. And a lot of it's timing and power is a, an interesting subject because timing, just like in cricket, batting, they're related. So you have to get everything in synchronization, let's say in that high jump, you know. Yep. The run-up is absolutely paramount and the timing with that power at the end in order to get the height. Yep. And you're looking at split second. And it's the same with every sport, you know, batting is the same. And people talk about power in batting. It doesn't mean you're necessarily just a strong person, that might help to a degree. But it's timing and split second timing. And when you're facing a ball at 155 kilometers an hour, the top level. Yep, like and we normally do on the weekend. Of course we do, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you get some batsmen, for example, Steve Smith, and, uh, Coley, who make it look ridiculously easy. And that ball is, they've got like, you know, a millionth of a second, I don't know, hundredth of a second or whatever to react. Yeah but not just to react, to hit it to where they want to hit it with power. And again, it's all timing. It's it's a bit of rhythm in there as well. They have to be in the right mental space. And yeah, it's all the, the body working in synchronization with perfect technique in order to create that power. I suppose it's just, it is really amazing how within that hundredth of a second, yeah. whatever it is, that they, they can see the ball, they can see yeah. what line it is, yeah. what, where it's pitched. Yeah. How, exactly what it's doing yep. is it moving toward them is it moving yes, away decide right. where they want to hit it yeah. how hard they want to hit it whether yeah. they want to roll their wrists on it yeah. play a lofted shot that's along right. the ground no, no, no. and then obviously then it comes down to the timing and of the course. power after all that's processed within yeah. the hundredth of a second so. and the funny thing with cricket is the power is it's a bit like tennis the, and boxing actually the power is playing it as late as you possibly can yeah and if we look at all the best batsmen in the world, they play it unbelievably late, right under their eyes. Yep. And that's where they get the power from. Because if they play it too early, the arms are too far away from the eyes and the body. Yep. So the, the arms in nearly every sport and your hands have to stay close. It's the same in boxing. If you just throw a wild swing, it's actually disconnected from the body. Same in golf. You've got to keep the arms close to the body so it's connected, so you can create that, create that, force and that power through velocity. I and suppose 
that that also brings in stability as well. Oh yeah, by, by and that. balance and all the rest of it. Yeah. All those things have to be going intertwined to work properly. Yeah, perfect. So, um, so with power, is that is it something you can measure? It's difficult to measure power. Um, I wouldn't say measure. Yeah, but or mo- so more monitor. Probably more monitor. Or I think you have to monitor your own. Yeah. You know, I don't know if there's an instrument to measure it as such. Yeah, you can possibly. You know, there are in boxing, for example, they have these sort of funny things. It's a bit of a joke, really, but yeah. where you punch something and it measures the power. Yeah, I don't think they're particularly accurate. Like the um, the ones at time zone and that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it's a bit of a laugh, to be honest with you. Well, I, uh, I had a friend who tried to do that and he missed the ball and <laughs> the machine. And he probably broke his arm. Oh, he did. He broke his hand too. Two broken bones in his hand, yeah. and I think it was like sixteen stitches or something yeah, like yeah, that. So. Yeah. Well, let's just stay on the punch then. I mean, obviously, boxing is one of my favourite sports, but uh, and I have actually boxed myself, so I know a little bit about it from a personal experience. But at the highest level, the the power comes from, like I said, the rotation and timing and accuracy. But it's the best punches only travel six inches. Yeah, and because anything longer than that. It's again. It's extending too far, and it's lost its power by the time it's reached the target. Yeah. And this is why they, they a boxer will try to fake or feign or faint, whatever word you want to use, and an, an opponent to draw them in. So by the time they're coming in, and the combination of the two things combined. Yeah. Just like a cricket ball and a cricket bat, just like a tennis racket and a ten, and a tennis ball. Yeah. The combination of the two things combined create that power. Yeah. So they try to make them come in. Boxing is a very clever sport. It's very, very, very scientific. Yeah. Uh, it's not just a thugs game like a lot of people think. Yeah. Absolutely. You, yeah. You manoeuvre them out of the way. You make them commit. You fake them into a counter punch, and their body weight coming forwards combined with a very short punch creates massive power. And all the best knockouts. If you look at look at Google best knockouts on YouTube or whatever, they're all really short punches. Yeah. I suppose. An easy way you can put that across in everyday life would be a head-on crash as yeah. opposed to Absolute. a rear-end crash. Yes, because 100% you, you, correct. You've got the double the amount yep. of force coming from both directions Absolutely combining right. and then yeah. bang. That's right. Meeting, yep. meeting yep. in the centre, it's, it's sort of obviously tenfolds of Yes, of course. Um, and how, how can everyday athletes, runners, footballers, cricketers, everyone, how can they use power to their advantage? Okay, so it depends on the sport. Yep. Um, uh, for example, uh, even a marathon runner. Yep. Those, those guys are amazing. Uh, a guy recently ran under two hours for 42.2 kilometers. This is crazy. Um, however, uh, they need power to keep, to, to maintain all of that speed. Um, they're going at, oh, what, 20 something kilometers an hour all of the way. Yeah. And that is mental. Most people can't run uh, 10K in under one hour. So they're doing 42.2K in two hours. Ridiculous. It's outrageous. And they need that power to be able to do that, especially if it's a sprint finish. They need to have the fast twitch fibers as well. And they have to train really hard, of course. Uh, So the power in a race can often come back to the sprint finish. That makes any sense. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. How can how can you ask pros? Is obviously going to be very narrowed down to the specific sports again. But how how can you improve on power? Is is that that's obviously yeah. something you can train? Yeah, you can. Different ways uh, of and look, I mean, for example, I will train somebody. I've trained a number of 
top class cyclists, for example, and, and, and rowers. So if you want to train for power, then you've really got to have heavy weight done really fast. Yep. So, and we might make that almost like a plyometric exercise. And what I mean by yep. that is a, um, it's, it's like a elasticated power. So for example, if, you, if you're doing a bench press, not instead of just push the bar up, you might throw the bar up. Yeah. And there's obviously someone behind you to spot you to catch it, otherwise it's gonna fall on your face. Yeah. So or you might do clap push-ups. So and or or one really fast leg press. Yeah. One repetition as fast as you possibly can with ridiculously heavy weight. So on. just really working on that burst of That's the burst, that's the right. Burst. Exactly. That's what it is. And that's how you can train and shock your body into creating more power, and that's what you're after. So I suppose for a runner, for a sprinter or something, you might do, use like resistance training and resistance band where yeah. they yeah. do that, that take Absolutely. off with yes. that extra resistance because yes. then you're building you're yes. adding strength almost to that initial Yes, burst. you are. And, and another key to that, that's a really good point actually, those resistance bands are fantastic. And for the listeners here, so what that means is that the resistance band is a big thick elastic band and you put it around the waist of the, the person being trained and they're trying to run away from where it's attached to and it might be another person trying to pull you back or an inanimate inanimate object inanimate object uh, maybe like a post or something like that so they're really trying to create that speed and their power it's better if someone's trying to pull you back because then you can judge the trainer can judge how hard and how fast they need to pull that person back or to let them go a little bit yeah okay excellent and would you say that the power is as important as pace for runners it's different. Yeah. So pace is how you pace out the run. Yeah. You know, pace is related to speed. So, and, and power is also sort of related to speed. Power comes from speed and strength combined yeah. and technique. So speed, pace is raw. That's what it is. It's just raw. Power can be raw, but it comes from the technique and the speed combined. Yeah, absolutely. So I suppose... It's a, it's just a different aspect of yeah. the complete yeah. thing, and it's so, normally over a short distance. Yeah, I guess it's just something that um, you have to train on for that specific sport. So exactly, you're going to training yes. on pace. But if if you're just worrying about specifically, oh, I've got to run this far in this amount of time, and you're not yeah. worrying about the, the power aspect yeah. of it, then obviously you're you're going to be improving maybe yeah. your your pace and your yeah. average speed and that, but you're yeah. not. You're not getting that exactly. So, for example, a power serve in tennis. Yeah. So again, it comes from being sideways on to start with. The ball toss has to be in the right place in front of you because you can't get any power if you throw it behind you, or yeah. even above your head, you can't really get any power. It has to be tossed out in front, in order for the body to launch at it with with almost like a, a thrust from your legs, uh, up and forwards. And with the, when your racket comes into contact with the ball, it has to have a wrist snap and all the body weight going forwards yeah. with, with pace. That creates the power. Yeah. And you almost have to throw the racket. All of this is in a split second and done with obviously great technique and timing. And that's just practice. Yeah, absolutely. It's something I suppose you, you, you yeah. practice, you practice yeah. and you exactly get right. Better, right? Yeah. And that's obviously, you know make your, your whole game, whatever the game is, yeah, of course. overall better because you're uh, and, improving. Yeah, and with practice, you, you can improve. You can improve your power. Easy, actually. It yeah. helps to have strength, yeah. 
but strength isn't everything. If you look at the best tennis players in the world, Roger Federer yep. doesn't look like a particularly, you wouldn't say if he's walking down the street, you would, oh God, he's a strong looking guy. Yep. You know, in fact, he's probably quite the opposite. Yep. But he is strong for his sport. Same with Djokovic, same with Nadal, same with Andy Murray. They're all quite strong, but they're strong specifically for their sport because there's no point in making them strong in a different way, like a power lifter. Yeah. Uh, or a forward in rugby union, it wouldn't. It makes sense. Would you say that, like, obviously all, all the tennis players are strong? Would you say yeah. Novak is specifically a very strong tennis player? Yeah, he is absolutely he is, and and that shows with in his legs in particular yeah. and his core strength, uh, and he's also got massive stamina yeah. uh, and endurance. But he is a very strong guy, and you can tell. And it's funny in sport, you can tell when somebody. Isn't hasn't trained as hard because they start to lose their technique. Yeah. It, the longer it goes, so strength can also be and not necessarily power here, but strength can be determined by how long somebody maintains their technique for. Because if they've lost the strength and they're, they're tired, yeah. then the technique just falls apart. Absolutely. Um, I suppose it just comes down to the energy sources that they're putting into oh, the yeah. body. Of course. I was specifically talking about Novak because he's yeah. a vegan. He has uh, a plant-based diet. Uh, and here we got go. You, got you had to get in that one in, didn't you? Director, producer, Mitch. Um, so, <laughs> wrapping up on that, is there yeah. anything else that you want to add onto Not the just power discussion? Summarise, really. Um, yeah. So, power is different for different events. Yep. Okay, so go back to your weightlifter... The, the clean and jerk, yep. uh, it's all speed and strength combined, which creates the power of great technique. Okay? Yep. But the speed element is absolutely huge here. Because if, if they try to do that slowly, it won't happen. Yep. It has to be done real fast yeah, absolutely. if you visualize it. And it's the same with, like I said, just mentioned the boxer and the tennis player. Everything has to be in synchronization, otherwise they can't create the power. Just because someone's strong doesn't mean that they're powerful. Yeah. You know, because, well, what are they powerful for? Yeah. You know, exactly. doesn't <laughs> Yeah. So I suppose at the end of the day, the, the, the easiest way to, to describe what power is, is just that initial burst yeah. of energy. That's right. And strength yes. that you're putting into, into doing one you, thing. Absolutely right. You do it with people with fast twitch muscle fibers, though, more of them, they will stand more chance of creating more natural power because yep. that's what they've got already genetically. Yeah, and it's very difficult. I mean, for example, I, I can run a marathon, uh, but I couldn't run hundred meters in ten seconds. Yeah, no matter how hard I trained. Yeah, and most people in the world can't. Those guys are genetically gifted. Yeah, absolutely. That's it, really. I think I don't know if this. I think, yeah, that's pretty much it on power. Yep. No worries. Well, we'll we'll wrap it up there for today yeah um, thank you very much Mitch that's our power episode that's episode number 6 out of the way Hopefully, more power to you more all the power power to, to the people power to the people hopefully next next episode we'll have Alice back in the chair so cool. I can hide behind the computer again and <laughs> let him well I think you've done a cracking job today vegan or not and it's goodbye from me till next time when Alice is unavailable yes have a wonderful afternoon thank John, you very much and Mitch and I'll catch up with you shortly indeed pleasure thank you